The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Matt Lee. And I'm Vince Mancini. And this is Pod Yourself Yourself a Gun. gun. The mailbag episode. Me and Vince Mancini go through every single email you've ever sent us and And talk talk about about it. it. (laughs) Or answer it? I don't know. I don't know. Both at the same time. Pod. 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 Podcast. The mailbag episode. Uh, we thank you all so much for uh, tuning in once again for this very special episode. Five stars in a review. You already know. Patreon.com slash broadcast. You already know this stuff and you hate when I talk about it. So, uh, yeah, today we are finally going to go and listen to your voicemails and answer your emails i've always felt guilty about the fact that we tell you to do that at the end of every episode and then and then rarely actually listen to your voicemails yeah, we got to respect the piggies yeah i i feel like you guys we have don't want been... their furious oinking to drown out <laughs> our conversation but we do want to acknowledge that uh, we hear them oinking 
yeah, we hear the oinks. We hear you just dragging your hooves in your dirt and, you know, ready to charge for that trough. And um, we appreciate that, you know. <laughs> Uh, and, and of course, you know, we want to acknowledge all of you piggies out there. I mean, there now because that it's with- been raining so much lately, like we've noticed <laughs> just like an uptick in the amount of piggies. There's more piggies than before. Um, even though they usually enjoy a dry dirt, our, our piggies love to get wet. Uh, they love to roll around in the muck and, uh, and just bathe in our content. And, uh, we appreciate that. Listen, without the piggies, you know, this wouldn't exist. You know, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't do this if there were no listeners. I've done podcasts like that before. After a while, it's just like we can hang out. We don't need to record this. You know, Um, today we have no guest. But of course, we do have our very special Potty Yourself a Gun producer, Brent Flyberg in the house. What's up, dude? Oh, hello. Thank you for, um, I was going to say thank you for having me, but I'm not a guest. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm a producer. <laughs> I'm, I'm making this whole thing happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're welcome, I suppose, is what yes. I should say. Your welcome is, is, is the, that is the correct response. Uh, you know, you make the magic happen. You're the man behind the camera, mm-hmm. you know, if there was cameras involved. Um, well, what do you say, guys? You want to, you want to get into Let's this? Jump on in. All right. So Vince, you've got uh, the dock open. Why don't you uh you you kick us off? Ah, well, we got a question from $8 patron Ben. I forget what nickname we gave him. I don't have that as a Google Doc, but uh hello from KC. Uh fuck Mary Kill, Christopher Polly Silvio. Uh mm. PS Matt butchered mm. my mob name back in December. Can I get <laughs> a name from Vince? Thanks, Ben. Uh, I feel bad. I, I feel like um, for the first couple of Pod Yourself a Shoutouts, I was the guy doing the nicknames, and it, they were real, real bad. And uh, so, yeah, I feel like you can. His name is Ben Tosson, T-O-S-O-N. Well, I'm just going to call him. I'm going to call him Ben Dover, you know, from Dover, Delaware. We're going to nickname him Delaware because he's so mysterious. No one knows anything about him. I like it. I like, like it. the That's state a- of Delaware. What's what do they got over there? What I don't are you know. about? You're like you got credit cards and you think you're a big deal because of it. But who gives a shit about credit? Fucking Delaware. I mean, he's specifically from Kansas City, but I yeah, like that. Well, word. I mean, that's how mysterious he is. He's named Delaware. And uh, <laughs> that's how he keeps people from knowing that he's actually from Kansas City. You're very Home good of the at tomato-based like- barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you do a, a, a great job of creating. These are very um, Guy Ritchie-type nicknames, mm-hmm. you know? Like, oh, wow. I just a- saw a Guy Ritchie movie last night. It's really funny. Oh, did you watch the, one, the Jason Satham one? Yeah, Wrath of the Man, one- which is actually a remake of a French film, and the English translation of the French title is Cash Truck. And uh, like cash, cash truck, how much better of a title is that than Wrath it's of perfect. Man? It's yeah. perfect. It's exactly, I know exactly what's going to happen in Cash Truck. Exactly. You know? I want to watch a movie called Cash Truck. Uh, maybe one day I will. All right. So fuck, Mary kill, Christopher, Polly, and Sylvia. You want me to go first? I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, to me, this is a pretty easy one. Uh, you know, Mary, obviously, I go Silvio because he's the most stable provider mm-hmm. of the yes. three plus he knows how to be married uh he probably I, it's it was alleged that he fucks all the whores at the bing but uh you know we've never seen it happened 
it's not probably going to get yeah. back to you. That's fine. He's going to do his thing, whatever. He's going to take care of the kids. Uh, fuck is a little tougher. I'm mm. going to go, I'm going to say Christopher, <laughs> but the thing is, it's Interesting. Like, do you want, do you want to, do you want Christopher when he's sober? Cause sober Christopher probably fucks pretty good. Uh, I imagine so. But mm-hmm, when we're talking mm-hmm. about Christopher, I feel like, you know, you're setting yourself up to get limp dicked by a junkie, you know? Yeah, it's true. Like but I, I feel like he's going to smash be a... his wiggly little grub into your butthole. <laughs> and like, you really got to fucking wiggly little grub. You know yeah. what I mean? Sure. When, it, when you just, you just mush it in like grub, grub. I mean, a wiggly little grub, grub, grub would be grub, better grub. than like a, a catatonic little grub. Yeah. I guess. It's wiggly only movement in there. Yeah, there's. I guess there's something going on with a wiggly grub. All yeah, right, so and, then I gotta, and then I got to kill Polly, which you know, sorry, Polly, I don't want to fuck him. I like to laugh at him. I don't think he'd be yeah. a good lay necessarily. Yeah, Brent, what about you? I I think I'm going the same roster. Um, I think it would. I think being around Polly too much, you'd get you'd get tired of him fast. I'd have to kill him, Christopher. Yeah, I think you catch him on a good day. He's laying some. He's laying some pipe. Um, yeah, yeah. And kudos to Ben. Classic dumb guy question. Not that you're dumb. I'm sure, you're a nice person. But <laughs> fuck Mary Kill, which is a classic dumb guy question. Perfect oh, one to start with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kudos to Ben. Uh, ben, you know Delaware. We call him. Uh, I yeah. I'm not. I'm. You guys are wrong on all accounts. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so first of all. Um, I am going to uh, I'm going to marry Polly, um, <laughs> lifelong yes. bachelor Polly. I mean, it's an unconventional choice. It's an, here's the thing because at, at this point, I'm like pretty sure. I remember they tried to give him like a girlfriend, like second season or some shit like that. Or I forget when that was, but it was like that he had like a girlfriend for for a bit. And it just was like, nah, this doesn't stick. And then eventually he's just, you know, fucking alone. You never see a girl again. And so I kind of feel like, I don't know, like I I could hang out with Polly. I could have a relationship with him that's not based on sex. You know, I could Mm. have a relationship based on Mm. like, you know, repeating jokes to each other that we just said. And to a guy who's just about to get married like you are or recently got engaged. You're you're looking at marriage as something, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, where you bond over something besides sex. Exactly. That's Got what it. marriage yeah. is. You know, Francesca and I saw fucking years ago, but you know, we're in love and uh, we like to tell each other the same jokes over and over. Also, yes, I, I, I am engaged. Uh, that is uh, some news. Uh, we're going to post about it, uh, you know, on, on the internet as soon as um, uh, we get a new ring because I bought the worst ring I have ever. <laughs> It's it's Brent. It's an awful. What does ring. that mean? Oh, so I bought a <laughs> ring. I, I I talked about this on the bonus front, but real quick, I um, I the the very the ring that I wanted to get was kind of based on something that she had shown me at one point, and so I went into like a jewelry store, going, "I want this," and they were like, "We have this and this and this and this." So I was like, "No, no, 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 I want this," and then. They were like, okay, well, we can special order this, you know, get the stone from New York. It's like a blue topaz. Uh Uh, And then they ended up 
like I picked it up. I'd already paid for it, you know, uh, based on like pictures <laughs> oh, no. that cobbled together. This is what it'll look oh, like. No. And it came up looking like a fucking blue ring pop. And uh, <laughs> she she likes small and like modest looking jewelry. She doesn't like fucking old Jewish lady jewelry. And uh, I immediately freaked out and talked to my sister. I was like, this sucks. She's going to hate it. And she, she was mm-hmm. like, don't worry about it. And then, yeah, I proposed and she loved the proposal. And she was like, yeah, well, you know, maybe we could change the ring. <laughs> you need to get to, you need to take that ring to like some sort of uh, mafia connected loan shark to give you I know. Uh, give you some money to get a new ring while he tries to find a fence for the old ring and I, if you pay I, a if vig and all that all that stuff if there's any mob guys out there um who want to help me out uh with my ring problem no but we're just gonna exchange it you know it's fine it's all good anyways i'm in love so i would marry Polly. <laughs> um i would uh kill christopher because you know one addict to another you know Let's just put this guy out of his misery. Yeah. I'm very, I feel like I'm kind of, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm making Tony Soprano's decisions here. Like, you know, when he killed, well, no spoilers. He doesn't kill Christopher. But when he does, (laughs) (laughs) um, no, I feel like, you know, putting him out of his misery is. I mean, that uh, is a tough decision to make uh, when the guy doing the. the intervention says oh yeah you know it's common for people to relapse i've relapsed a few times and like yeah. you're in a business like the mafia you're like mm-hmm. ah, w- are we really gonna like spend our time waiting for this guy to get clean and then uh you know ha- have to expect him to relapse a few times before he learns his lesson uh yeah and still let him be in the mafia no, it's a big gamble. And as someone who's uh, not, guy. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm not a gambler. I'm killing Christopher, yeah. uh, which means I'm fucking Silvio. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd say I, he I think probably that, has like the thickest ropes of the three. Oh my God. His ropes are unbelievable. Like gym you, class size ropes. Do you think he takes his wig off to fuck? Uh, I hope not, dude. I want to see that shit. I, like, I always wonder if it is Sopranos canon that he is also wearing a hairpiece in the show or if that's supposed to be real in the show. It's a hairpiece in the show. It's got to be. So, yeah, it's so thick I, I mean, and they perfect don't, every time. They don't fucking... Like his ropes. Yeah, it's like his ropes. It's perfect. And uh, yeah, enough said. So yeah, th- those are my choices. Great question, Ben. Um, Delaware um yeah so there's a steven van zandt been in anything else or is this just like his one role he was in like uh lily hammer oh that's right yeah 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 i never saw it um because it looked like uh detective silvio solves norwegian crimes and i was like i don't know if this is for me (laughs) uh but like it it, could have been good you know I, i i heard i think i heard good things about it but uh, you know, not a lot of people give David David Chase enough credit for casting like a random member of the E Street Band in like a yeah. major role and having it work out. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Credit where credit is due. That was uh, the perfect casting decision. I mean, he really is fucking fantastic on that show. He's so goddamn funny, and uh, you know, apparently a very good guitar player. If you're into that. Yeah, sort of he's thing. got taste. He's got just like a a Santa sack full of tasty licks that he yeah. will play for you. People love little Stevie's licks. How that many song licks? That 
does it take <laughs> to get to the center of his rope? Sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. That song that they play, this the little Stevie song that Gloria dances to. That song, we agree. That song sucks, right? That yeah, song no, it's bad. Is, it's re- okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, we no. all saw, had the same reaction. We we're like, "What is this Rolling Stones song, <laughs> yes. and why is it so yeah. bad?" And they yeah. were like, "Oh, it's like a E Street deep cut." Yeah, yes. it's a. That's, it's, uh, it's, that's a strange part of the episode where someone is like, I love this song. Gloria gets up and is like, I love this song. And I remember thinking, no one loves this song. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that it felt very much like a con- contractually obligated to mention the song being good <laughs> yeah. moment. Hey, um, little Stevie's got to wet his beak over here. I got yeah, some bullshit on got got a little bit of action on the side. You know, he can't just, he can't count on Soprano's money. He needs to make sure his music career is good. Um, yeah. So, uh, this next question uh, is an email from, uh, $8 patron Brett, um, Brett Crawford. Uh, we'll call him uh, crawl dead. We'll call him fish lips. See, that's how you would do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. All right. Fine. Bad. You do it. It's not bad. No, I mean, I'm, I don't know. He probably already got one. Oh uh, yeah. I probably did. Um, why does Tony forgive junior? for trying to whack him in season one. Tony tries to smother Livia to death in a hospital bed after hearing the FBI tapes, but by season two to three, uh, two and three, he's all uh, coup de la with Junior. Coup de la. I've heard that before. I don't but, know what that uh, means either. Maybe I, should I look it up? Yeah, coup de la. It means like uh, kumbaya. It's, it's the same <laughs> sentiment, doesn't it? Close, tight, can keep a secret without talking. Especially to the other guy's lady. That's what Cora. That's what Cora says. It is. Close, All right. Well, tight. I, All right. It wasn't quite kumbaya, but you know, yeah, that's f- fair enough. Did David Chase realize he'd written himself into a corner with a great character in Uncle June and quietly back out of the plot? The plot, or is there some mafia reason why Tony would accept an attempt on his life by a family member and not clap back? Salute, Brett. Um, <clears throat> I think. It's, I mean, yeah, I think it's the latter. I mean, yeah. Like, Junior's function in this whole family was to be, uh, you know, a figurehead while mm-hmm. Tony's actually calling the shot. So, his entire function is to sort of, like, take the heat off of Tony. So, uh, yeah. And I also, I, I push back against the idea that Tony was actually trying to smother Olivia with a pillow. I don't think he was. He, he grabbed a pillow and then loomed. He right. loomed over. But he didn't, like, try to, like, press it down on her face. You know what I mean? He grabbed the Mm -hmm. pillow. It seemed like maybe he subconsciously was going to smother her. And it mostly just, like, served to, like, uh, create this rumor that he was going to. But, like, he wasn't wasn't actually going to do that. So I, I think when it comes to, like, killing blood, I think he's a lot more forgiving like uh i mean you know with like christopher's whole shit you know he's in rehab for being a fucking addict and uh yeah like you said before i mean didn't uh, most people would just kill his ass didn't uh, tony basically subsume all of junior's crew and uh i mean yeah. he doesn't really have power anymore because he doesn't have a crew so it's easy to just be like i think he recognizes yeah. him as not a threat now because he doesn't have he doesn't, he doesn't have, have a crew, crew to work for. He's, just, he's literally just a, a lightning rod for crimes, which is like kind of the the perfect punishment for him. So like Tony doesn't have to worry about, you know, uh, you know, being the figurehead. 
So I think it, it kind of ended up perfectly, and that's probably the reason he didn't kill him. And and also, like, you know, uh, Tony goes through phases of, like, this person's dead to me, and then kind of eventually he he eases back into a relationship so mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't surprise me he probably would have been like i i would have i would have tried to whack me too yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i get it i look at myself in the mirror i said this guy needs to fucking die i'm on prozac <laughs> um yeah so that's i think that's my answer to that question um vince uh let's pivot real quick uh-huh to some uh to some of the voicemails and I, okay. I have one that I want to start with okay that um my girlfriend uh, who's now my fiance no big deal oh you gumar um, my my gumar <laughs> uh gave me for my birthday uh she got me a very special <laughs> message oh wow all right here it goes Matt 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 Lieb. Maddie boy, what is going on, babe? Hey, it's Aida Tutoro here, but you know that. No, I'm kidding. From the Sopranos. And so um, I got a message. I'm talking to Francesca, the beautiful and wonderful Francesca, who adores you. What a, what a catch. Huh, you guys? I could just see you two together. Just how, how adorable. How adorable are you? Anyway, so let's get down to something serious now. What is May 2nd? What? It's your birthday! <laughs> hey, so I called to say happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, Matt. Oh, Maddie, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> I love birthdays. When it's my birthday, I'm like, that's it. It's like 15 celebrations. Even though they might be small, I'm sure you're going to, well, whatever you do, because, you know, these days... But you have to have a great, great birthday. That is so cool. I hear you have uh, a podcast. Not that I understand any of these things because I'm, I don't mean me and those things that. You know, this goes on for a full, full two more minutes. It's it is four minutes long. It is wild. <laughs> but shut up, dude. She's about to plug the podcast. Oh, okay. It was electronic where you go. I I don't know, but you have a podcast. Podcast. Uh, podcast yourself a gun. Cool Close. name. I guess I think right about the Sopranos. I probably wouldn't do well on it because my memory is gone. But maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But anyway, um, I was gonna say, and I just want you to know before we start celebrating your birthday that you, you know you you're a you're a solid b plus guy it's okay you're you're a solid b plus guy you know i mean that's good right solid b plus all right oh all right listen oh um i like the idea that uh you know other sopranos podcasts might get sopranos cast members to be actual guests yeah to be guests but on pod yourself a gun you know we just uh we just buy them on cameo you can get them on Cameo, and I think people really need to understand that, like, you can have big-name guests on your podcast. You got to pay for it, but you can. I wanted, to, I wanted to sing. Let me sing, and then I have to ask you a favor, okay? Is that okay? Um, I know that I'm an actress. I have sung, though. You know, I did sing on Broadway once. Let me have a sip of water, <laughs> because if I'm going to start singing, you know, but Francesca can join in. Mm. I just assume all actors can oh, sing. Oh, sola mia. No, oh, no, there, there no, you go. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not opera time. 
<laughs> All right, Matt, it's your birthday. So everybody join in. Happy birthday to you, Maddie boy. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. A little bit of happy birthday, Mr. Matt. Yeah. Happy birthday to Maddie. It's your birthday, baby. It's your birthday. Party like it's your birthday. Matt, happy birthday to you, Matt. Happy birthday to your mad. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear man. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> There you go. I have a new career singing happy birthday. What's wrong with that? So amazing. No, don't don't think about it. I thought she was going to go into the Zelly Matt flap flap up in that Oh ass my god. Gap. If the, I think I would have literally died. Well, she still has a minute left, so who knows. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, 2 so minutes listen, left. Listen, a little bit. I just I just um Do you think I could I could borrow some money? <laughs> I, you think? It just just like just a little money. Yeah? You're the best, man. You're the best. <laughs> anyway, guys, I... All right, that's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a minute 30, but yeah, we'll cut, we'll cut it there. Uh, the, I can't the, imagine the, what happens in the last minute 30, but... It's, uh, it's kind of just her wrapping up. Uh, and talking about uh, how she's uh, she's at a job right now. So uh, again, like I love that actors don't have like the wrap it up switch in their heads, like uh, no. other people have. And I kind of like I wish I had some I of think... that. I guess it's ironic that I say this while we're doing our overlong podcast, but uh, <laughs> I just feel like I don't have that in normal life where you just keep. No, going. you 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 constantly want to wrap it up. Yeah, you, you, that's like that's your your being your entire fucking id is is like, well, that's been said. And then you want to run. And <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, which is, you know, fair enough. But yeah, I I'm think a writer. We your... value succinctness. Our entire life is like, all right, how do I say this in fewer words? Yeah. Word economy is that's your bread and butter, dude. But uh, yeah, no, that uh, asking Janice Soprano to ask me for to borrow some money was <laughs> such a beautiful touch uh -huh. at, at the end there that i was just like oh i'm proposing to this girl tomorrow <laughs> uh and i did uh so yeah uh that's uh ada tutoro who i just want to say aida is it, it aida right. that's what she said i you know ada aida potato potato but um yeah, I, I you know I want to say that um, we could call her she, Parvati. I think Parvati is <laughs> she's an amazing actress, and she uh, is that was the sweetest thing ever. The fact that she she didn't just sing Happy Birthday; she went through like she did a birthday medley. I've <laughs> I'm I gotta say she's the coolest person in the world. So uh, so yeah, thanks for being our first ever sopranos cast member guest on pod yourself a gun and um and yeah you you will be you'll we'll send you some money she by the way uh you guys can't see the video but when francesca showed this to me the first few seconds i was like who the fuck is this and why do they look like ellen burston in requiem for a dream her her She's hair also is, a lot of weight 
she yeah she lost a lot of weight and 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 you know she's clearly in a like a hotel or wherever she's staying while she's working whatever acting job she's on and like her hair is fucking wild and i thought it was she looked very much like she had big i'm gonna be on television energy you know what i mean <laughs> like very very ah. ellen burston in requiem are we violating um, the t's and c's of cameo by playing that i hope not we'll put this on the patrons only are there t's and c's i, I always no idea i always see them I, I, like you know i didn't sign any t's online. or c's i didn't sign a single t nor a single c so um but yeah uh she's uh, i love that her hair was weird and uh she honestly she looks great so yeah do we uh we got another do we have any oh you want voicemails yeah, do we have any uh, voicemails from our uh, from our listeners? I mean, this is going to be dangerous because, like I said, I haven't. Uh, you didn't vet. Didn't vet. I didn't vet. I vetted all the emails, and you didn't vet one voicemail. No, I didn't vet from voicemails. What uh, do you vet from voicemails? Let's yeah. go for it. Why not? We yeah. can edit it out if it sucks. It's fine. Th- that's true. Hey Vince. Hey Matt. Uh, $8 a month donor, Ryan. Uh, love the show, solid B+. Um, I was in middle school in northern New Jersey when The Sopranos debuted. So uh, it's great to kind of rewatch the show. My question really, though, is what is your guys' favorite um, parody of Hollywood agents and um, the business side, and why is it when little Polly and Benny smack Chris's sponsor in the face with his own MacBook. <laughs> All right. So I'll be plus. Ron. So, um, so the question is, uh, is what's, what's my favorite parody portrayal of, of Hollywood agents. Is yeah. That and why is it uh, Chris's sponsor? And why is it Chris's sponsor? <laughs> yeah. That's the question. Um, well, Chris's sponsor is, he's the writer, right? Uh, Tim Daly isn't, plays him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that comes later. I haven't rewatched that part of the series, uh, in a long time. So I don't remember. All I know is that, uh, the showbiz episode with Jon Favreau is pretty amazing. It is. It's pretty incredible. And like not a Hollywood agent, but, uh, in terms of, uh, a, a development person the d girl in that episode oh, uh, yeah. is perfect it is like like she is exactly uh every development executive uh it's basically it's like a a 24 year old girl and i you know as opposed to like woman but like they are a girl but they're in a suit mm-hmm. like they're they're <laughs> a child in a suit and or talking a power about suit. all of the people on imdb like their best friends Talking about IMDb like they're like you know they're homies and like talking about um, like cinema uh, like both art and tel- uh, you know like movies and television only in terms of like their gross overseas you know like just kind of uh, this this very like clinical you know money based uh, you know uh, version of like caring about stuff and then also feeling like they uh like they have the expertise to read your script and give you notes like mm-hmm. that and know, i love know how much it's going to gross overseas based on yes yeah 
Yeah, like like Hollywood really is a fake it till you make it place. Like to to a degree that is very annoying if you're not faking it. You know, like 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 for anyone who like actually is a writer, like someone who who is good at what they do, whether or not they've made it or not. Not that I'm talking about myself, but whoever. Um, like there's uh, there's always a thousand different creative executives who have never said anything funny in their whole life who <laughs> want to uh, give you notes to tell you, you know, what what works and not just creatively, but also like economically, like, you know, this should be for the wine moms is something that every development executive has said. And uh, <laughs> that's and they, that's funny. I've never heard that. Um, oh, my God. It's a thing. I will say, you know, obviously, Matthew McConaughey in Tropic Thunder, excellent portrayal of a uh, of an agent. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a great part. Um, I don't know that it, I don't know that it was accurate, but it was funny. It was really good. I don't know. Uh, I can't. I don't know. Oh well, I, I guess now he was. He's not an agent, but you know, you got Tom Cruise's Harvey Weinstein in that movie, which I didn't like, but uh, a lot of people. Liked yeah, it. I I feel like I'm the only. That's. I'm glad you did. I'm the only person I think I've ever known who's been like Tom Cruise's performance in that movie was. Uh, I don't know. It just was. It, I didn't think it was good. I thought it was like okay. Here's the thing about Tom Cruise. People debate whether he's like a good actor or a good movie star. Uh, yeah, I would say he is a great movie star who has never. Uh, done anything intentionally funny in his career that I can think of. He's not <laughs> yes. like a funny guy. Like he's a no, great he's not. action star, and I love yeah. watching Tom Cruise. Not like a, he's not a funny dude, and he's definitely not no. like in on the joke. So when you write no. something where he's like in on the joke, not it doesn't not really translate. Working. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he was clearly performing that part, and uh, and he did a good job. He really committed, which and he God committed, bless him. which. That's his. I think that is what makes him uh, so captivating, is because yeah. he commits to a role. But yeah. it, it, it to the didn't point make where you're like, he's kind of delusional deep inside. Yeah, and no, he's an insane person. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he has Scientology slaves who like fucking. You know, they they loofah his feet or whatever yeah. you're supposed to do there. But like, uh, you know, he's uh, he's great. I mean, you know, what can I say? He's Tom Cruise. Um, yeah. All right, Matt. Are we going back to voicemails or are we going to uh, more emails? Let's do more emails. Oh, Why all right. The next one. Okay. Uh, this one comes from uh, $10 patron Charlie Pop. Um, mm. Hey, Vincent, Matt. The Sopranos had so many one episode characters that really stand out, like Bobby's dad and Chris's drug friend. Which one was your favorite slash you wished got a longer run? Thanks and eat the beans, Charlie Pop. Hmm. Great question. I'll go. Charlie I got one. Pop. I got one off top. Okay. Um, the little kid who says, fuck you, Santa, uh, in the Christmas episode. Um, yeah. Boy, did that kid do a good line read of fuck you, Santa. Uh, and yeah. this is coming from someone who despises child actors in general. But um, that kid did a good job. Um, I also would have said Svetlana, but uh, obviously Svetlana ended up did end up getting a longer run, which uh, obviously mm-hmm. she deserved it because that's pretty great care. Oh, I will say uh, the giant Russian guy uh, oh, in the sure. Pine Barrens uh, episode. Yeah, no, I think that's 
that's a classic answer. Everyone wanted to know a follow-up with that guy because he just seemed to be a superhero. Not even so much that I want to know more about him. I just really liked the character of this like giant alcoholic uh, <laughs> Russian guy who isn't going to take shit from anybody or care about his own life in any way. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, it, I definitely would love to have seen more of that. Brent, do you have any character you'd see Yeah, more? the weird old um, hitman that, that Christopher oh, and... yes. I forget what they call them. The, like, the something boys. I don't remember, yeah. but they're all, yeah. like, old. They're from, like, Rhode they, Island and it's or kind something? Of a, yeah, 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 the Rhode Island guys, yeah. There's, like, a, a sort of a creepy X-Files vibe yeah. to that house, which <laughs> yeah. was just a lot of fun for a couple minutes. I don't know how much, yeah, gas they really could have gotten out of that, but I would have liked to see them again. I also like the uh, the weaselly Armagnac salesman. Uh, oh, yeah. The French oh, yeah. guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it would kind of... Uh, maybe it would, like, kind of subvert the the whole narrative of the show but i really loved the stripper who got beat to death mm, um tracy, tracy uh, uh you know why you loved her yeah because she like she's her titties <laughs> so, no like no because uh, she was yes she was like beautiful but also uh I felt like they were, I mean, the point of it was to introduce you to this character who you like, you know, felt bad for and were like, oh man, they're, you know, this fucking, they're in a cycle that's not good. And then they kill her in front of you and you're like, fuck. But uh, I would like to see her more. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think, again, both of my answers are real bad. Um, I would have loved it if the woman who played Livia Soprano had not died. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I, I, because she might be the greatest. Uh, I wish my dog had lived forever too. Yeah, but I was just saying, like, I she she to me is probably one of the greatest television characters of all time. Sure. Uh, what and, about so does yeah. does Meadows' crazy roommate? She got like about two episodes, I think. Did she come back at some point? What happened to the crazy uh, manic depressive? I think Caitlin or something. Sh- yeah, Caitlin. Um, she's in she she's in it a lot during that third season like she she comes and goes you know you see her her ups and downs um when she and jackie jr break up um Mm -hmm. you know uh i remember you see caitlin at one point also comforting uh meadow um uh when meadow and jackie jr break up so she's she she makes a lot of appearances um throughout she She's also in the movie Mystic River, and sure. I just rewatched that. Yeah. What about? Um, Is that my Caitlyn in there? <laughs> Is that my Caitlyn in there? John, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? Um, what's Melfi Shrink's name again? Oh, uh, Peter Bogdanovich. <laughs> yeah, Peter Bogdanovich and his daughter, uh, the the lesbian daughter. I want more of of Doctor What's His Face's lesbian daughter too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, j- just because she seems like such a, um, I don't know. She's a vehicle for uh, that type of NPR mm-hmm. uh, character. Yeah, that I they think saved so eleven crack needed. babies last year. <laughs> yeah, we saved 11 crack babies. Uh yeah, no, she would have been good. Um yeah, I don't know, like for me like the side characters who are the most memorable um I I think Brent you're right about like that Rhode Island crew was definitely 
the the most backstory left completely unsaid mm. and i, I would have loved to see more of that sure um and a little bit more on the uh fucking big mouth billy bass you guys know i love those <laughs> would have liked to have seen an arc you know um you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. Our next uh, email is uh, from $10 Patreon donor uh, David Murr. Um, the murderer. Yeah, murderer. Uh, greetings, you beautiful buffoons. My question, what do you think the characters would be like if the show was set in the last five years? I can definitely see AJ being a QAnon guy and meadow being quote with her fraud on david i feel like this is the conversation we've probably had the most on this show and yeah 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 i mean i think i'm pretty sure we've said before that aj's for sure 
a Yang Gang guy because mm-hmm. you know he loves to game. Uh, he's into new metal, mm-hmm. and Meadow obviously is just a classic uh, professional managerial class. Yes, uh, liberal who yeah. you know very like she she definitely was K Hive uh, <laughs> in uh, twenty twenty. Yeah, um, she has a signed copy of Lean In. That exactly, keeps, like on display. She yeah, yeah. has weaponized uh, a certain type of um, woke. Uh, I don't want to say woke because you know everybody's overused that word, but uh, yeah. she's weaponized a certain kind of like liberal indignance uh, to get what yes. she wants. That she it, that she you know deploys extremely nihilistically, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely feel that feels very like K Hive uh, slash you know Joanne Reed kind of thing. Totally, yeah. She. Um, I could have seen her getting a job um, that allows her to be a talking head on MSNBC, you know, Mm -hmm. like one of those, uh, you know, works for a fucking think tank type job or, you know, uh, fucking something in the security state. I could have seen that as well. I mean, she, she went to like medical school and so you know it, like first law school and medical school or whatever and so well now she works for legal her. defense you know she volunteers for legal defense right right exactly she's so i don't know i i she see definitely her. would have married like uh some sort of corporate lawyer lobbyist guy mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. uh you know um defends like halliburton or whatever and right and while she yeah. does while she does whatever you know fake kind of non-profit slash uh public defender type work i think she would have fallen for someone more like her father too uh so it definitely would be kind of like a reverse uh version of the conways you know mm-hmm. like like the she would be george conway and he would be kellyanne like right. just they would have completely opposite views on the political spectrum but they'd fuck real good yeah, or so, like, you know, they're kind of like fake opposite views, kind of like Carvel and whatever right. his wife's name was, also in reverse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I I, feel like if it were written now or set now, she, because like, at, at some point in the show, we're going to um, be introduced to Finn. Uh, and Finn is her, you know, new, uh, her new boyfriend. And that relationship to me, very much like the Noah relationship that uh, that she has, uh, like with Noah Tannenbaum, like these are men who I almost feel like she's dating because she doesn't want to be yeah. so obvious it's as college. to f- she's fuck try- her father. She's trying out different personas, is what, which is what you do in college. Right. When really like, at the it, end of the day, Jackie what, Jr. was more her speed. Right. Like what would I be what type what would it be like if I was the type of person who would fuck the uh obnoxious uh rich film buff guy? Yeah. Yeah. You know? It yeah. just you try it on for size and see how it fits. Yeah. And uh I don't know if it fit very well. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um did we say before that Janice would have been a Marianne Williamson person? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, that was that's <laughs> fully tracks. accurate. Yeah, yeah. I think I she'd mean, also she would be posting on Facebook about kids in cages, but then also abs- looking at the tax plan and being like, mm, I mean, I vote for Trump, but if anybody yeah, asks, we got to get yeah, these kids exactly. out of the cages. Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, she she's someone who could very easily fall for um q stuff but but you know, only I think, to i think to Ro, off of it i think Ro- rosalie april is gonna be the mom that gets really into like 
QAnon and yeah, save the children, saving the children up. from the pedophiles. Yeah, have yeah, you yeah. seen this Wayfair thing? Yeah, that yeah. seems like ra- exactly. Rosalind. Or yeah, or Georgie, the guy who uh, the dumb guy at the club who uh, you know he who always Tony's always hitting with phones and like throwing the ice at. <laughs> I could see him being like a big, uh, you know, a big like MRA slash mm-hmm. MAGA adjacent kind of dude. I could see him, or not him actually. I could see Jackie Junior. Um, being the guy, that guy in in New York, uh, the mob boss who was killed by a QAnon guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could see Jackie Jr. falling into that a little bit. Well, you he's know, dead getting, though, so it doesn't matter. Well, if he were alive, you would have been radicalized. There's no, you know? there's no version of Jackie Jr. that survives until the present day. That's very true, and that's a good point. Um, <laughs> Do you think Silvio buys crypto? Uh yeah, I, I could see that. I could Polly. see Silvio. I think Polly's big on crypto. Polly's <laughs> Polly's more of a crypto guy, you think? Yeah, Polly's definitely strikes me as the type to like immediately believe whatever he reads on the internet, and I think I could see him getting into crypto. I just don't see Polly ever succumbing to uh the you know siren call of technology in any way. So it, to yeah. me, it's a tough one. I, I could go either way on that one. Yeah, Silvio does feel like more of a guy who um would uh, be more adaptable to the internet. You know, like yeah. he's buying fucking Ethereum. Like just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. I could see um, Hesh getting really self-righteous on uh, social media like every day with, uh, you know, MSNBC style quotes where he's dunking on Trump people. What, you think that Hesh would be a reply guy? <laughs> yeah, I could see Hesh as a reply guy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I I see Hesh as being part of uh, Zionist Twitter. Like, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Like he would have trolled me I don't think those two for, things for are years. mutually exclu- exclusive. No, they're not. They're not mutually <laughs> yeah. exclusive. That's a good point. But like, uh, yeah, no, like Hesh would definitely have like fucking been like, uh, how's that Al Jazeera check coming, Matt? You taking <laughs> Qatari blood money? You know, something, something fun like that. Oh, Ralphie would have such a good TikTok. I know uh, he would. I he think would, you're yeah. right. He would crush it on TikTok, and uh, you know he would. He'd be someone who used TikTok to find like girls um, to just beat the shit out of them. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Yeah, he would he would definitely do some grooming. Um but then uh the, but then have them abuse him. Uh yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's uh that answers uh the question. Yeah. Thank thank you, David. Um let's see. Vince, why don't we uh why don't we do another voicemail, buddy? All right. All right. Well, I haven't vetted this one. Um Yeah, you haven't vetted any of them. I haven't you know, vetted any fine. of them. Yeah, that's fine. Do we know the the lengths of them? This one uh, is medium length. Medium. Oh, thank you. Good. Yeah. Good. No, this is forty-four seconds. Okay. Hi, gentlemen. Uh, calling in for pod yourself a gun. I have a pod yourself a hypothetical. I'm a uh, Patreon donor at the twenty-dollar level uh, per leave, asking us to inform you of that. Um, if Tony hadn't died at the end of The Sopranos, which we're led to believe, but instead went into witness protection. Where would he be and what would he be doing? I think maybe Boise, Idaho, running some kind of strip club. You know, hide in plain sight, but like 
far away from the madding crowd and the feds, uh, or his, excuse me, not the feds, but his gangster people that want to kill him now. Uh, give me your thoughts. Thanks, guys. Um, I'm going to say that uh, witness... Pro- so the question is, like, what would Tony's witness protection program job be? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to say that uh, Tony is in Lincoln, Nebraska, and mm. he runs a towing business. Uh, I feel like towing... Uh, yeah. I feel like if you've ever met a tow truck driver, they're all like mob guys uh, in witness protection because it's like right. the most obvious racket right. of any job that you could possibly have. They still have. get to like, they get to feed their need to steal people's cars and ruin civilians' days. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. It, it's like extortionary, uh, but right. in a legal way. Yeah. Mm. Um. So you think he'd be a tow truck truck driver i think yeah i think he would um i I, yeah i mean in terms of where he would move fucking i don't know like uh where's a where's a a place that people scottsdale i think i think (laughs) he would get to choose though right doesn't the fbi choose for you well yeah let's just say he's in scottsdale he's kind of going the kevin finnerty route uh but I, I think that... Um, I feel like there's too many actual uh, criminal enterprises in Scottsdale. Like there's, I feel like there's probably a fair amount of mob guys there doing sort of sex trade. Uh, Maybe I've never been to Scottsdale. I, it's, when I think of Scottsdale, I think of like uh, there are lots of people who do insurance. That's what I think of. Scottsdale <laughs> is like Las Vegas if it went to like two years of college. Oh, Okay. Wow. So it's like the same, you know, like the people you meet in Vegas, but okay. like a little, like they have a little more education, but they're on the same, in the same vein. They're, they're, they're right. weird, they're weird, uh, desert people. All right. So let me, let me rephrase. Um, Roseville, <laughs> California, um, <clears throat> working as a claims adjuster for a, um, insurance company, and uh, just kind of like the only joy he gets from it is the like denying care to people <laughs> like he likes to do that personally. And he likes to like um, he, he also is like, it, especially if it's like a workers comp insurance company, they'll they'll like hire detectives and whatnot to like follow people and to see if they're like faking the injury. Mm-hmm. Um He's doing that himself, like personally. So, uh, you know, I could I could see him just kind of like living out the rest of his days trying to deny people health care. Yeah. <laughs> Brent. I'm, yeah. I think he's I decided he's in Provo, Utah, mm. and uh, he works at like a like a nursery, like a plant nursery, you know, because he's got <laughs> he seems strong enough. He could carry stuff around and, yeah. and every once in a while he'll get like really into a plant. <laughs> and and then he'll like he'll like make it his kind of pet like it's like they're the ducks and then it'll die and he'll just fucking <laughs> lose his mind and like yeah. fight a mormon just beat the shit out of yeah. some poor mormon in the street right he yeah. is you we did forget his like love of animals which might come into play somehow you know just being like a some kind of i don't know Someone uh, who fosters a lot of kittens. Um, yeah. Or, I mean, he's not going to be a veterinarian because he's not no. going to go back to school. But he, could, um, he could work at an animal shelter of some kind. Mm-hmm. Just like, uh, you know, grilling people about their living situations before they're allowed to d- adopt straight, straight <laughs> pit bull puppies. 
Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, it, it all depends on whether or not he is going in witness protection with his family or not. I assume it's with his family, which is why I said like claims adjuster. Um, it's something it's something that he's stuck inside where, you know, he can't be recognized. Um, but uh, yeah, he could also be someone who like uh, takes care of animals. I'd like to think that he would straighten up and fly right, mm. but uh, I don't think so. Nah. Yeah. I don't think he could uh, do it. Um, why don't we do another voicemail, Vince? Sure. This one is uh, 58 seconds. All right. Hi, Pod Yourself a Gun listener here. Um, just wanted to say on the comment of the show being sexist, um, I haven't found that to be true. I do think you need more female guests. I mean, you got your best insights about Richie's possible closeted status from a female guest. Um, Sophia Alexandra was absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of us uh, female soprano fans out there with our own takes on everything and the dynamics between the female characters. I mean, you said it's hard to address how great Edie Falco is every episode, um, but there's there's a lot of nuance there to be mined. But uh, overall, I don't find the show to have a, a sexist bent. Um, I think that might be a case of the whole gaslighting thing where one term gets used for uh, everything and then it gets muddied. Um, anyway, love the show. You guys are doing a great job. Um, and congrats on your upcoming mailbag episode. Did we say the show was sexist or did we point out that the characters are sexist? I don't remember saying that. No, the no, show... no, no, no. It, it was, we weren't saying the show was sexist. Somebody commented or someone left a review, a three star review oh. saying the show, uh, it's a little bit sexist, uh, disappointed. And I mentioned it on the last episode. Oh. And well, it's because uh, you use the word titties too much and everybody thinks that you're sexist and not just uh sex positive and someone who i'm po- i'm positive about titties i like them yeah i think they're good <laughs> no that's true yeah they're good i they're one of my favorites <laughs> in terms of things uh-huh. they're one of my favorites yeah um i don't think that's and, a controversial statement i feel like everybody likes titties and uh i think i think everybody is a big the, fan call them breasts or yeah you could call them breasts sure um I just feel like titties says, I mean, it's like what's in my heart, you yeah. know, and I, I like to say what's in my heart. It's a better um, word. In terms of uh, needing more female guests, yes, this is very, very true. I think one of the biggest hurdles that we've gone through in terms of booking this show is um, being surprised by how many people have not seen The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. I've asked, uh, you know, I try to ask uh, more uh, female, uh, you know, potential guests than male because I'm always like really I'm going scattershot with the booking approach because I really want one of them to have seen The Sopranos and I'm always shocked by how many people haven't seen it. Not just women, but also uh, you know men too. So uh, you know, yeah. It, it, but it's true though. We could we could definitely like try harder. It's like I mean, one of got, the reasons we got a- Aida Taturo on. So you know, we're doing <laughs> yeah. Right. First of all. Aida Totoro is the guest this episode, and I'm putting that in the description. <laughs> Certainly won't get sued for that. Um, no, yeah. Uh, like, uh, that's why there's been, like, repeat guests uh, that are that are women, because I'm like, they for sure have seen it because they've been on the show. Um, but, yeah, we, we will uh, definitely keep that in mind. Um, you know, if there's one thing about me that people know is that uh, I'm a cuck. 
who can be easily shamed. <laughs> and uh, that's true. I do say that it, about you. I honestly think it's what makes me a good person. Is that <laughs> I, I, I I'm like not immune to to like criticism. I, I like take it to heart. Um, and also very true about Edie Falco's character. There is a lot of nuance to be mined there, and I think that. Uh, it's one of the reasons I'm so excited for the next few episodes and the next season is it really is fucking like it's Edie Falco proves herself to be above and beyond the best actress, not just on the show, but probably on television. So mm-hmm. uh, excited to uh, to mine that content for uh, for all sorts of insights, you know? Yeah. And hopefully. And hopefully there'll be a girl there too to be like, yup, but not talk too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you said kidding. is right. Yeah. What you said is right. Thank you, girl. Um, <laughs> no, I, I am I am stoked uh, that there are a lot of uh, female um, uh, Sopranos fans. Is female? Do people say fe- every time I say female, I feel weird now because it feels very hotep where you're like. Yeah, the thing about yes. a female is about females. When yeah. she on her period, she got to sleep outside so that she don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, that. Uh, anyways, I love that. Whenever I see that we have a uh, a female uh, patron or uh, you know listener fan, um, then I'm always like, "Fuck yeah!" Because uh, yeah, sometimes I'm like. Maybe we just uh, appeal to to bros, and that doesn't feel good. Uh, yeah, so great question uh, and great comment. Thank you so much for All that. Right. We got another email. You want to go back to the email questions? That's yeah, what I'm let's go do. back to the emails. Pause for one moment. I got a piss. Uh-huh. Sorry, dude. I got a piss. All right, bitch. Little piss, baby, dude. <laughs> I know. Just can't hold his little pee-pee. He got a little baby bladder. I like when forms still have home phone as separate from cell phone these days. Because, like, come on, man. Yeah, there's no one born before 19 or after 1970 who has a home phone now. No. But you actually, you live in like a home. Do y'all have a home phone? No, we don't have a home phone. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure because my, you know, my parents are the only people I know with a home phone, but they've just been there forever. So I, I was yeah. wondering about people who buy new homes. Do they do they bother? I mean, we sure didn't. Yeah, I don't know anybody who has mm-hmm. a home phone. I know a lot of a lot of homeowners. Uh, no one our age has those um, huh. that I that I know of. Definitely, maybe like our parents and shit, but. Mm-hmm. let's do it so all right what's the email oh we're back to emails uh okay uh this is one from five dollar donor first time long time here's my question for the mail pod on the most recent episode someone made the point that if janice or that if tony let janice into his crew she'd likely be a top earner that got me thinking of all the non-members of the crew who would be the top dog if given a shot Carm, Janice, literally anyone but Artie. Uh, also, <laughs> what sequel would be better? AJ Soprano, Fail Son, or a show where the goth son of Vito gets revenge on the mob? Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of the pods, Joe Barker. 
the goth son of Vito getting revenge on the mob is lit it's just cleaver in real life and i i fucking i really love that um uh, well, I, I, mean, I got an answer for the top earner i think this one's yeah. uh this one feels like a layup um i mean maybe it's too much of a side character but i mm -hmm. think svetlana if you gave svetlana a shot in the yeah. mob like she is gonna be uh you know she plays everybody like a fiddle and nobody fucks with her and she seems more wise about the world than uh, any character on the show. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, she she's definitely the I don't know, she's she's got the biggest balls of all the civilians. Um she gives the fewest amount of fucks um and she's got one leg, so she already has like a mob name fucking I also, you know, ready to go. I also think Meadow, like adult Meadow would be really good at the moth. Like Janice is a bit, uh, that's a tough one because she is the biggest like emotional gangster, but she is also, um, she has like the hippie thing where she, like whatever she does, she can't make money. Like she, she can, yeah, she burns calories in <laughs> any way except ways that will get her money. Whereas yeah. Meadow, uh, you know, is just, she is, she is like the striver's dream personified, and mm -hmm. uh, and I think all she's doing in college is learning all the ways uh, that you can lie to yourself and and uh, and put on and put on an acceptable face to society. But really, she's really good at like you know emotionally mm -hmm. blackmailing people and and uh, and just I just think she's probably the most gangster and the cleverest of them all. Yeah. I mean, because if you're talking about, like, if you're trying to gauge which of the civilians would be a top earner specifically, then you, you do have to go with people who seem to have, uh, not, it's not just that they're manipulative, but it's they have more of a drive to be successful, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like you wouldn't get, like, you know, AJ wouldn't fit on on that bill because he just has no drive to do anything janice has never been successful at anything uh money wise she's too she's she, all of her grifts are petty she's more you know al pacino trying to fucking open up the parking meter in uh, -huh. uh donnie brasco <laughs> like that's that that's like her <laughs> highest you know grift right there um yeah, I think Svetlana is is that's probably the the biggest layup. Um, honestly, I think Melfi would fucking rise pretty fucking high just in terms of like her ability to. I mean, she's not like in any way, you know, she's not a murderer, she's not a sociopath or, or whatnot, but she's also smarter than everyone. She um, is, but she's smart in the way that you know. Most intellectuals are where we think that we're like above the act of making money, which is never good for making. That's money. true. I guess. Mm -hmm. I, I guess that's. True. I just see her as somebody who would. Uh, I, I don't know. She's. I feel like she would be able to fucking um, convince people that she is the mob boss, and then she would just be able to collect and let other people fucking like she'd be able to manipulate a large group of guidos to to kind of like answer her beck and call you know yeah oh uh, i think i think it's like how a good poker players talk about how they don't like playing poker with bad poker players because they don't sure. know 
what they're going to do. I think she would over over like think what the the dumb people would do and they would just respond in ways that were much simpler than she was expecting. So I don't sure. know if I agree with that, but um but I think uh the Paul Dano character would be the top earner. <laughs> He's got some great mm-hmm. ideas about mm-hmm. how to make that pussy yours. Why not sure. that money, you know? <laughs> I think they you just, know Brian Camerata or whatever his name is uh you know he's a bit of a boy scout but he clearly had some good ideas on scams like he got he set that whole HUD scam uh in motion and I think anybody anybody who works in financial services is already mm-hmm. like basically kind of a gangster and uh, yeah mm-hmm. you know they they have like the the type of skills and personality that tends to lend itself to mafia dumb and uh sure yeah i i i honestly you know if we gave massive genius a chance i think he would rise pretty <laughs> sure far in the mafia yeah i yeah. mean they they would have to you know get get past you know their their racism to let massive genius in but i i think that uh if they did get past that i feel like uh you know, he's he seems like a good earner to me. Maybe it's just maybe that's just what he's projecting. Um, yeah, I think. Um, it, who would who do you think of all of the civilian characters um, would be killed the fastest if they were in the mafia? Do you, uh, do you have? I mean, it's got to be AJ, right? Well, yeah, I feel like AJ. Um, I feel like Detective. Vin McKazian, probably. <laughs> well, but he's not really a civilian. Yeah, I guess not. I guess not. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I'm trying to think of like who is like the least the able least street to smart. Yeah, the least street smart other than AJ. You know, I mean, Caitlin uh, probably. Like Caitlin would probably get whacked pretty fast. Oh yeah, Caitlin would definitely. I mean, die. she like freaked out. Noah about... Tannenbaum actually. Yeah, I think he's dead real quick. <laughs> I think I think he dies. I think he dies accidentally on his way to the Bing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he gets into a car. Oh, as far as good earners, I feel like uh, Devin Pillsbury would probably be a good earner. You know, because she's uh, she's Heir rich. To the Pillsbury fortune. Yeah, she's rich and doesn't talk about it. Like she she knows how to keep her mouth shut. Like clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's good. Um, Although she's fucking AJ, so yeah, who knows. I mean, her judgment isn't that great, but also I do feel like there's, um, you know, part of her that uh, that wants to fuck AJ because, like, at first I was like, oh, it's because he's like a, a, you know, a mob kid's son, you know, it's like she's kissing the mafia, um, but then kind of like in realizing that he's not that rich and whatnot, she still is fucking him. So I think that now she's fucking him because he's he seems like he has like real good finger blast energy. Like <laughs> like he's someone who just like he's trying to make s- sounds, you know, he's like, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's got that macaroni in the pot. He's got that macaroni in a pot. Like that's his thing is like he's really good with f- his fingers. Um, yeah. Uh, that's uh, thank you for that for that uh, question. Um, oh, was there a second part to that? Uh, yeah, what's the better sequel, the AJ Failson or Vito's um, Goth, Goth Son takes revenge on the mafia? I think AJ I th- Soprano uh, fa- Failson has got more juice, but there could definitely be an episode in which uh, Vito's mm-hmm. Goth Son gets revenge on the mob. 
Yeah, I mean, the AJ Failson show <clears throat> is just um, succession, but sure. with the mafia. <laughs> yeah, so true. I, I feel like it. That's well, that's clearly you know an amazing show. Whereas like the the goth son of Vito gets revenge on the mob to me is that's more of like a, a series of Charles Bronson esque movies. Um, and, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm for it. I, I think that's a great idea. It's like, uh, some sort of Guido, the crow. Mm -hmm. And I, <laughs> and I'm, oh, I'm down a, for that. Such a great movie that could never exist now. And I love it. Why could the crow never exist now? I mean, just goths are not uh, hot oh, in the yeah. way that they were then, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That was true. a very, like, you know, grunge. That was like a good grunge superhero. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking uh, Brandon Lee, dude. Is yeah. it Brandon or Brandon? Brandon. This is Brandon. Hey, this is Brandon. Uh, this is Brandon from Oakland. Hey. My, my father was, uh, maybe you heard of him. His name was Bruce Lee. Uh, <laughs> I play a really mean guitar, but I also <laughs> like to do karate. I do both at the same time sometimes, and people, uh, yeah, people want to film me doing it. One time, uh, this guy shot me with a real bullet. <laughs> Anyways, and then uh, I became governor of Minnesota. Then I became the governor of Minnesota, um, Jesse the Crow Ventura, <laughs> and. God, God. <laughs> That was my tagline in all of my commercials <laughs> for governor. Most of the commercials I did, I said, um, this message has been approved by the crow himself. Caca, caca. And people, uh, they really dug my message. Because the crow was the those... source of my powers. People yeah. didn't think I was going to get elected because they didn't know that the crow was actually magic. Well, well, I, I drink uh, three pints of crow's blood a day. And, and when you're drinking that much blood, you, you really you really learn how to, like, uh, absorb the energy of a crow. And the energy of a crow is not, not that unlike the energy of a raven, but smarter. So it's like <laughs> drinking a smart raven's blood. Caw-caw! <laughs> anyway, he's got to go. Flap, 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 flap. <laughs> <laughs> he is a crow. Um, Long time listener, first time caller. Oh <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> I think that uh, wraps up part one of the mailbag episode. What do you guys think? Sure, sure, sure. Yep. All right. Well, um, patreon.com slash fraudcast. Um, and uh, if you become a patron, then uh, you will, of course, be you know privy to all of our uh, bonus episodes of uh, The Fraught, which is Pod Yourself a Gun, but about other things other than Sopranos. Um, and also, you'll get to hear the second half of this mailbag episode. So become a patron. $8 tier gets you a shout out. So do that, too broadcast at gmail.com for all your questions comments concerns vince what's the google voice number 415-275-0030 all right ladies and gentlemen we're gonna see you in part two on the patreon and until next time don't stop believing don't stop you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.